1: Host, Beth Ann.
2: and I welcome you today to CSE talk radio It's my honor my privilege and my my honor my privilege my pleasure <laughs> to be with you today we are I was thinking what I was gonna say in the next sentence and uh, and then I lost the one I was in do you ever do that you know it's um We're going to talk about some things today, and we Daniel's not going to be able to be with us here in just a short time, but Larry's going to fill in for him, and you know Larry very well. So we will uh, talk with Larry. He's got several things that are going on in our energy realm, and if you're watching the news, you've seen some of it too. It is hard to keep up with everything that's going on, and I think that's deliberate. So let's go to the Lord in prayer first, because that's what truly needs to be going on. And then we'll get to the jargon, the news, the such that things that I feel like we need to talk about. For such a time as this, O most gracious Heavenly Father, may we take just a moment across this great nation to be still and know God that you are God. You are God of all creation. And you are just. You are truth. You are the way, the truth, and the light. Most gracious Heavenly Father, thank you. I pray, Father, that today... All the things that we talk about will not be nonsense, but that we can sift through the stories and the lies and see some kind of truth behind it, that we might know who our enemy is, I think we do, and that we will lean on you for your strength To give us strength give us courage and father make us a bold people because we tend and I am you know it's easy to be bold father in front of this microphone but what about outside what about beyond the microphone give us courage father I ask that you also protect us Your children are under great persecution right now, and I fear it's going to get greater in the coming days and year. I ask for your protection and your guidance, and Father, I beg you not to let Satan win this battle. He wants to take all of your children in America and destroy us. Don't let him win this battle, Father. Not for us who are here, but for the future generations. May we be the light that shines on that hill. Not just for this nation, but for all nations. May we be your beacon. I ask your protection over Donald J. Trump and others that are trying very hard, Father, to do what's right for this nation. I don't know where their hearts are regarding you, their relationship with you, but I feel they are trying to do what's right for the people here in America. For such a time as this, Father, I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I'm going through the headlines, I think I say this so many times. I can't find any particular one that excites me, but many of them enrage me. I've mentioned before that just reading the headlines is enough to drive you crazy, crazy with wonder. How did this nation become so stupid, so lost? This is one of the headlines. I want you to think about this. Audrey Hale, that is the uh, woman who dressed up like a man and killed a bunch of people in Nashville. Children, as well as adults. Audrey Hale's manifesto is being reviewed now for public release. The FBI is reviewing it. Yeah, that makes me feel a whole lot better. You think they're going to give us the truth? I hope that they do. But I have little doubts. And this one I thought was kind of comical. It goes kind of back to the one that um, Pete Buttigieg made a week or so ago. But this one is, the New York City mayor announces $700 million climate school to be built on a Smile Island at sea level. they got a Smile Island. They're wanting to uh, secure that property. And so they're going to build a school that, you know, is a climate school, but they expect... This makes no sense because in their thinking, the ocean is going to rise. What's going to happen to that little island out there, that little school? <clears throat> oh, but that is Eric Adams, Mayor Eric Adams. And it kind of goes back to that... uh stupidness in there. And everybody, I mean, I can't believe the media that is saying, oh, this is so needed. It's so I can't remember how many millions of dollars. I want to say it was two, maybe it was $12 million that Buddha Judge wants to spend on female crash dummies. Well, I think I can solve that. You go to Goodwill or Salvation Army or anybody's dumpster and you pull out some female clothes and you put them on the dummies that you have and voila! You've got a trans-female dummy. Problem solved. No millions of dollars spent. It was only a short two presidencies or so ago that we were discussing sharing bathrooms. And that's all it seemed to be was sharing bathrooms. But now, which is bad, I don't want you to think I didn't think that was bad. Now we're being forced to accept men wearing designer bras in women's sports and beauty pageants and prisons and holding beer cans. And, and they are the future of this generation. Well, let me tell you something. They are no future of anybody because they cannot produce. They are not females who can give life. These annoyances are serious business. They truly are. I don't want you to think I don't believe that or count them as that. But we all know there is a larger problem. Number one, we as a nation need to come back to God. Number two, Americans need to care enough to rise up. I don't necessarily mean with guns. And make your voices heard. There is power there. Or they wouldn't be trying to shut us up. Look at Tucker. He scared them to death. The ground of Americans, all the Americans on the ground on January 6th. It wasn't the riot that spooked them. It was the multitude. Okay, Beth. You say Tucker is gone. The j Sixers are being arrested and thrown away. Must we sacrifice too? Well, maybe. I think we might have to. But enough of us might slow this down long enough to start turning the Marxist strain around and run it right off that proverbial cliff. When our founding fathers wanted to make known to all the world, they wrote a document called the Declaration of Independence. It's still current, you know. Have you got it out and read it? Dust it off. I've got copies if you want. Unfortunately... We're not under one king. We're under many. And the king doesn't live across the ocean. He is here. He is many. He is legion. You remember that Bible story? We're headed into a break. When we come back, I believe we will have Larry Behrens. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back.
3: Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because It contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252.
2: And we have recharged. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have Larry Behrens with us. Larry, how are you doing today? From Power of the Future. <laughs> oh, good got... morning, Beth Ann. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's Friday. <laughs> 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 well, there's lots of news going on. I was looking through the news, and I was I uh, was just telling the listeners that you know. A lot of it, it just doesn't, you know. You try to find one that really excites you, but most of them just enrage me. It's like, you know, I just want to burn them instead of talk about.
4: Them. <laughs> I know, I know. It seems like when you think there can't be another bad one, here 10 it more comes. Bad ones.
2: I do have some things that are good news, and I'm going to share with the listeners later. But, but they're they're little, they're few and far between, as, as the old saying goes. But uh, we had some news here. I saw. Flash up, pop up. Do you know about that? Where they have just, um, they're throwing the, uh, I guess the Senate passed, did the Senate pass the uh, the bill, the uh, debt ceiling bill?
4: I don't know about the Senate.
2: I know the House passed one. Okay, well, it's but, in the uh, Senate uh, right uh, now. And, okay, go ahead. Uh, okay.
4: Well, I I know the House passed one and the Senate was saying we're not going to touch it, but now I'm sure they're going to mess it up real good the
2: OK, I think you're probably right. I keep getting these things that pop up here and say it says here on the, Mark Carthy puts the debt ceiling ball back into Biden's court. Well, it's not in his court till the Senate puts it there, I guess, in reality.
4: Yeah, well, it goes to the, the point that, you know, Joe Biden and uh, Chuck Schumer have been whining about, look at the Republicans playing chicken with the debt ceiling. Look at what they're doing. They're endangering and making everything terrible. And then the Republicans passed the bill. Nothing passed out of the Senate. Joe Biden won't come to the table to do anything. He's just mad because along with the debt ceiling, the House Republicans want to do a lot of the things that they were elected to do. And it was interesting to see that so much of Joe Biden's Increased Inflation Act was repealed and stripped in this debt ceiling bill. And that's what he's really mad about. He doesn't have a plan. He expects Congress to just rubber stamp and move on with business as usual. But he think he's going to learn the hard way that business as usual is just not going to fly with this Congress. Thank goodness.
2: Thank goodness, yes. And uh, I have – can you tell us what's in that debt ceiling that's going to be good for us on the energy side, what they have done?
4: Absolutely. So one of the key things that they have done, and and something that the Democrats have worked hard to keep secret, is starting next year there's going to be – a tax on your natural gas use. For the first time ever, Washington, D.C. is going to start taxing on how much natural gas is produced and used. And they're going to frame it as like, oh, it's a methane tax, it's an anti-pollution tax. Well, we know that any tax passed to any business is really a consumer tax hike, right? Absolutely. They can try to say it's the evil businesses all they want. We know that it's going to be you know struggling families who are going to pay that bill. So it would repeal that. Secondly, it repeals a ton of the subsidies that the wind and the EVs were getting that were in the bill of the Efficient uh, Increasing Act that Biden gladly signed. And there's also a whole lot of getting rid of permitting roadblocks, I would say, to, you know, that was actually in Biden's bill, but they just didn't do it. So now they're going to codify that law. And these are all the things that Biden says are a non-starter because it, does, it really, the debt certainly doesn't matter to him, right? It's pleasing his campaign donors, especially now. He's going to start raising money for his reelect, and those greenies are not going to hand out their green unless, you know, they are continuing to get what they want. And let's just, you know, and I don't mean to dominate it, but let's just take a look at this for a second. Joe Biden passes a bill that gives $369 billion to the green movement. Keep in mind, the United States Navy uses $220 billion a year. So he is giving more than enough to fund the entire United States Navy for more than a year to the Green Movement. Don't you think some of that money is going to end back, end back up in his campaign coffers? It is, you know, it is a really nice fleecing game, I guess. If you can get it, you make the taxpayers give money to your friends, and your friends give money to you. It seems like Joe Biden's really good at this. Oh, that's right, he's been doing it for decades.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I also saw. And uh, maybe you didn't see this. I was talking about it earlier because it's one of the crazy things. I just saw this this morning. It says, Mayor New York City mayor announces a $700 million climate school to be (laughs) built on a smile island at sea level. And the guy who wrote this, he had a lot of fun with it. It actually came from not the bee. (laughs) <laughs> so so it is not satire it is unfortunately it is true news
4: that is so outrageous you think it's made up and yet it's not
2: it's not i mean it's just it's okay so all these climate people that have this fear and the guy at the end he has this little meme just just for all those who have greta's picture above and they have nightmares about climate change all the time and he has this meme that shows the ocean rising up and splashing the Statue of Liberty, and I thought it was hysterical. But, you know, <laughs> they're already well, in debt in New York. So here they're going to go with $700 million. He's following in. He must be wanting to be president. He's following in Joe, Joe Biden's uh, footsteps.
4: And, it, and and I have to laugh because it's so sad, right? And he's going to – I don't know if it's going to be $700 million, but he's going to get some money to do that. And what's that going to mean? It's going to be part of his little political system where he can mm-hmm. appoint the most radical, crazy uh, leftist to do what they want, right? And then they'll wear this badge that it supposedly gives them authority. I'm from the climate school of New York City. I don't know <laughs> if I could pick them in my sweet 16 bracket, but the fact of the matter is then they have this whole little group where they can grow a bunch of little more socialist communists that will then be future congresswomen, future congressmen, future senators. And the left is very, very good at that, right? They're very, very good at looking, as most communists are, Ten-year plans, fifteen-year plans. Say, what are we going to do when it is time? You know, after Joe Biden, after this, and and right now we're under the thumb of Joe Biden. We're trying to think of how to beat Joe Biden, and they're thinking about you know the twenty forty-five election. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's unreal. And I had somebody, and I couldn't find it this morning. Um, I was I started too late looking for it, but somebody made the comment or wrote the comment down. That goes something like this. It doesn't matter. Meaning they were making excuses for Joe Biden being senile. It doesn't matter who's president. There's plenty of people in there to take care of business. And I'm thinking, yeah, but we didn't vote them in. So there it goes, you, you know, usurping yeah. the American people. And, and
4: you don't know who they are or their motivation or who they worked for before. And and you know what? I I, I just got to tell you, the former communications person who worked with a chief executive seeing joe biden with a note card of what exactly a reporter is going to ask yes. i would have filled for that type of privilege <laughs> going to say. <laughs> and, and no one is surprised that joe biden needs that right we know that that he needs you know he couldn't handle probably ordering from doordash if he didn't have somebody there to help him do it but it's really it, it once again proves to the report that the media is in bed with Joe Biden. They, hey, we want you to submit your questions if you want to ask the president a question. Okay, here you go. Here's my I question. Did... and I'm sure you remember, and I do too, remember when Hillary Clinton got the questions before yes. in a debate? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. How come these guys get to cheat at the game and nobody calls them on it?
2: And not only that, they denied it then. They denied oh, it. Yeah. And we've sit there. We've got her picture on the note card so that he'll recognize her. And they're denying it. And it's like, it's like, okay. They also, Karim, Javet, what's her name? I can't ever say, say her hate? name. Jean <laughs> Karim. <laughs> anyway, she gets up there a couple of days ago and she says that the problem at the border is because Trump defunded the <laughs> border patrol. And I'm going, I don't think that's what happened. Um, Yeah,
4: and and it's interesting. Let me give the listeners a little insight into sometimes how I've heard it works in the White House. And this is no joke. And this is Republican, Democrat. You know, they're going to have a press briefing in the afternoon. And so in order to prevent a reporter asking a question from a completely out of left field topic, and then the spokesperson has to say, I have no idea. I'll get back to you because that doesn't make for good TV. The reporter will tell them, and again, all across the board, Republican, Democrat, say, hey, I'm going to ask you about the border today in Title 42. They won't tell them the specific question, but it tells them, you better get the information you need to answer my questions on that. So that it makes, so that they can get some information out of them, but getting the exact question and the verbatim, and, and I'm pretty sure the next note card that we get to see had, you know, the next answer, and it reminded them to make sure to tuck Hunter in bed at the White House before he goes to sleep. Oh, my that goodness. Night.
2: We ran out of time, and I wanted to ask you about something else, but we'll save it for another day because I'm sure it's not going to go away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you, Larry, for all that you do, and uh, you take care. We'll see you later. God bless. Thank you
4: so much, Beth Ann. Have a great day.
2: You too. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. are listening to CSC Talk Radio? This is Beth Ann. You know, I was kind of laughing about that name a while back. <clears throat> if you remember the story, you know, May 2nd, I'm doing like Biden. I'm jumping all over with my with my lines here. But May 2nd will be the anniversary of CSC Talk Radio. We started CSC Talk Radio May 2nd, 2011. On that day, May 2nd was a Monday. I drove to uh, Columbia, Zimmer radio group was producing the show at that time and we had to hurry to cut all the new commercials and and get everything ready and my first guest canceled on me because she'd fallen or something had happened she was down in her back and bob parker came to my rescue but as we were preparing for that that weekend it was it was a it was a crazy weekend i had to make that decision in just you know a matter of minutes or hours whether to continue in radio or go do something else, get a job at the grocery store or something. Anyway, I um, I was talking with my brother. By the way, my brother's not doing well. His name is Phil. If you would pray for him, I would really appreciate that. He's a good old Marine. But I was talking to my brother. I said, I don't know what to call myself on the radio. I said, if you introduce, like, here's Johnny, you know, you've got... I said, but it's just Beth. And he looked at me with this stupid little look like I was very ignorant, which I guess I was. And he says, well, you know what it is. And I go, no. Yes, you do. I said, what? He says, you're Beth Ann. And all the, my daddy's side of the family always called me by my middle name. And I noticed here just it was last It was last fall. I have a cousin that's also battling cancer, and uh, we had our photos taken together. He wanted to have the family together and we had photos taken together of us cousins and another cousin that wasn't able to be there. she goes, "Who all is in this picture That's because we don't see each other very often, and some of them have aged. <laughs> So the other cousin who's post- posted this picture says this is Nancy, Phil, Frankie, Dickie, and I'm trying to think who else was there, Tom and Beth Ann. I was the only one with two names. They have always on that side of the family, which is in southern, east southern part of, southeastern part of Missouri called me Beth Ann. Now, <laughs> now you know what that is. So. We will have our anniversary. We haven't got anything big planned. We'll just do a show, (laughs) as we always do. But as I was finishing in the first segment, and I mentioned to you that our enemy is now legion. It's an oligarchy. And an oligarchy is a form of government in which they rule over us. There are classes. There is the elite and the poor. And that's it. And America is becoming more that all the time. The elite get all the perks, all the money, and the poor do not. And the elite ain't all necessarily white folk either. So what is keeping us from writing such a document, as I mentioned in the first segment, segment—a Declaration of Independence, or updating the old one? today you know i did this back in 2020 and everywhere where they accused the king i accused congress well now i think we need to switch it to the deep state or the oligarchy or the permanent government or just the government but if you were to list grievances against our government today which is your first right your first amendment right what exactly would you say Now, the original list on the Declaration of Independence, they have 27 grievances. A few are time-sensitive, but most are as significant today as they were in 1776. Now, of course, the 56 signers' lives were forever changed. Some were lost immediately. But then... Because of them, our future was forever changed. The future of a nation. Will we now be so bold and so brave as to petition the oligarchy government with our own redress of grievances? Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Tucker Carlson was fired not too many weeks after Chuck Schumer and AOC called, resi- called for his firing. The sad part is the media went along with him. When governments fear the people, there is liberty. They still fear us, America. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. Now, the rest of that particular quote suggests the Second Amendment. The strongest reason for the people to retain the right to keep and bear arms is as a last resort. You got that part? To protect themselves against tyranny and government. Thomas Jefferson, we think. You know, since all this woke stuff happened, every time I try to look up a founding father's quote, I've got all kinds of rebuttals instead of saying, yes, he wrote that. Well, we don't have any proof that he wrote that, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. Liberty, though, is always in the hands of the people. But first, it must be a longing and a lust within their hearts. And that is a quote From Beth Ann. As we listen to the news, my friends, remember what Tucker Carlson said? Did you get to hear his little snippet on Twitter? What he said about the ridiculous debates that don't really matter, and that how we should think about the most important, deeper issues and questions of our time. And he finished, if there is still truth being said and told, there is still hope. And that that really moved me. I'm not a Tucker Carlson. I'm not a Rush Limbaugh. I don't make millions. I don't even make a buck anymore. But I have such a love for this country and I try very hard to only speak truth I'm independently owned there's just one or two of us here we need you that's for sure we need to grow I ask you do you believe there is hope for America I have friends and family say I think we're just done well why would we accept such a thing And what grievance would you pin today if you were going to pin the grievances? I have decided on my Substack that for the next several weeks, we're going to go through the grievances one at a time and relate them to today. So if you're not on Substack, all you have to do is download Substack. That's all you have to do. Or send us. Your email. We can put you in the Substack, and my article will fall into your email. You don't even have to download, I don't think, you don't even have to download Substack. All you would have to do is read your email. There's no charge for this. I have had a handful of people that have given me donations there. I have no intentions of charging my readers for truth and my opinions. When we come back, I said I did have some good news, and we're going to share that good news because we always need some good news. Unfortunately, I got a little bad news to go along with it. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back.
4: 800-613-8053. That's eight hundred six one three eighty fifty three. 613 8053
2: And we have returned. to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So we were talking about the Declaration of Independence and your grievances. What would you set as a grievance? There's 27, 27 of them. I encourage you to read them. One by one. And try to parallel or compare them to today. What Americans are experiencing today. And I think you'll find it's the same war. It's the same battle. Big government versus the people. Now, the good news I have. If you remember yesterday, and I don't know if this is good news, but I'm going to call it good news because it's something. It's something good. Yesterday, I talked about the idiotic 700 professors who signed a letter in opposition to teaching America's founding constitution. No founding principles, no constitution, no American history. We don't want to teach that. Do you remember back in the day? I really am telling my age. Back in the day when you had to pass the constitution test to pass high school, to go on to the next grade. We had to do it in seventh grade, in, in junior high, and then we had to do it again in high school. And in Missouri, we also had to take the Missouri Constitution test. I don't, think, I don't know if they do that anymore today. I would say probably not. Who would teach it? So we talked about those yesterday, but today I have an article here where 100 plus, now it doesn't hardly match with the 700, but 100 plus Harvard professors form a pre-free, I'm sorry, form a pro-free speech group. It says over 100 of the faculty members from the most prestigious university in America. The other one, if you remember, was from North Carolina University. So much for North Carolina, huh? It's the most prestigious university in America have come together to create a new council in defense of freedom of speech. Well, they go on in this article and they talk about how many people have lost their job or been punished or something for telling the truth or speaking the truth. You know, if you don't like the pronouns, if you don't like this, if you don't like that, or if you say something here and it offends somebody. So they want free speech. Isn't it strange, I just read to you our, our First Amendment, that they would have to sign a petition for free speech to keep from being fired? Now, I don't know, I've heard rumors that Don Lemon is going to go after CNN for firing him, and I don't know if Tucker's going to go after New Fox News or not. I don't know what their contracts look like, but he's free, and his speech will also be. Now, the bad news is, and Tim had just said this to me on Facebook, so I haven't seen the article yet, but he said the legislatures for Nebraska and Iowa have failed to pass a heartbeat bill against abortion and pro-life. So that would be the bad news. The good news coming out of Kansas is that the Kansas legislators overrides the Democrat governor's veto and she vetoed a bill defining a woman as a human female. So when they have... A woman sign above the bathroom, uh, you need to be a human female. Certain anatomy must be there before you can enter. Same with sports, same with other things. This is to protect women. This is for schools, for locker rooms, for prisons, for domestic violence, shelters. Can you imagine them letting a trans woman into a domestic shelter for beaten women and raped women? Can you imagine that? So they put these guys. This tells you how much this wokeness is about people's safety. When they put them in the prisons, and I don't know why the women are in there, but, you know, they did something bad and they're in the prisons. So they stick this man dressed up like a woman. I guess he bought himself a designer bra. Maybe he went to Victoria's or something. But he, he goes in there and then he rapes these women or he has sex. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't raped. Maybe they were all a little hungry. And they get pregnant. Well, two women who say they have relations can't make one or the other pregnant. And two men who say they have relations can't make either one of them pregnant. It has to be a human female and a human male. There is nothing else, America. And I feel sorry for you and I will pray for you if you think you are something else other than what you are. Because that is something that is a mental illness. I don't know what brought you to that. I'm not a psychologist. I'm just a mommy. And I'm telling you, you need to get help. And not from somebody that wants to mutilate your body. So those are the things that we had. And I have a question before we go off the air. Something that jumped into my I've not been a Nikki Haley fan. Just simply because I... Part of me thinks she did okay when they had that shooting and such in South Carolina, and she was governor at the time. But the shooting didn't occur because there was a flag flying. Yet as governor, she made all the flags come down. All the flags on the Dukes of Hazzard had to come down. And that really was a compromise that started taking this country downhill fast. So now, she's no longer governor, but she's running for president. Now, I think she did a fantastic job, and I think she did a fantastic job because she had a fantastic boss in Donald Trump as um, our ambassador to the UN. But now she wants to be president of the United States, and she says... That she thinks she can be a good advocate and bring people together on the abortion issue because she took the flag down in South Carolina. She knows how to bring people together. And then, what kind of Republican conservative is she? She tells Disney, you leave Florida and come on over to South Carolina. So who is Nikki Haley? going to represent when she's president. I think we know. It won't be our Constitution. It won't be our Bill of Rights. And she will completely ignore any grievances on a Declaration of Independence. So I want you to think about the grievances. Think about that over the weekend. Maybe give yourself a little opportunity, to get a fresh cup of coffee, hot tea, or whatever it is you like to uh, have. Not Bud Light like, And read your Declaration of Independence And read them One at a time Read one And just think about it And then the next day read the next one And I think that's how we're going to approach it on Substack One grievance at a time What do they mean For us today You're listening to CSE Talk Radio This is Beth Ann We need to come together my friends And bring America home I'm home